You are listening to the One Life Podcast by Stena Fitness, where we share our tips, journey, and failings to help you maximize your one life. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of your One Life Podcast with Stena Fitness. We're sitting here today on a snowy spring day in Calgary, uh, winter number three, I think we're at so far. And we're going to talk about uh, the five C's for success. So these are things that Julie and I have noticed uh, people do to really be successful and grow, whether it's in their business, health, relationships. Uh, and so here they are. Uh, collaborate, consistency, call for help, contagious passion, and they crack the whip. So we're going to go through all those um, today. And first off, though, what are we drinking? Julie, what do you got? So today, I don't know if you've been following me on social media, you would, you've would you seen my special Chia drink. Not mine, but it's kind of trending right now, but I'm loving it. I thought so, you made it up. Well, I, I don't know. I guess I added the lemon. <laughs> there you go. So I have it. a full lemon juice into one liter of water with a tablespoon of Chia, and you shake it up, and you've got yourself a sparkle drink. It's, and it kind of looks like it's a sparkle drink. bubble tea almost in a way, but it's pretty good. It's good. It, yeah. it really cuts the sugar cravings and fills you up and just keeps you drinking more water because you get these little pods of yumminess. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. I mean, nothing's more yummy than chia. Tag me in your sparkle water. There you go. And I have a espresso in the ceramic pottery uh, cups that we brought back from Val Elsa, and I said it wrong, but a small Tuscan hill town that I still dream about uh, every day, I think, and can't wait to get back there when we're allowed to travel again. Okay, so before we get started, sorry to cut you off. That's okay. <laughs> before we get started. I have two kids that used to be cut off. I just want to thank all of you for listening, commenting, sharing on social media. It truly means the world to us, and we love seeing your posts. And it's just always good to see who is listening to us because we don't know who's like we we don't really know who's listening to us. We know when you comment and tag us in your stories. And yeah. Yeah. Like when we get a text from someone or an email or a comment saying, hey, listen to this podcast it was really good. Um, you know, it helped me or I took this tip away. Like we, sh- we like we get so excited. Like, Julie, someone like this, and here's what they said, and we, it really makes our day. So thank you to everyone who's doing that. So really appreciate it. Even if we can just add value and help one person, we are so happy, and it's so worth it for us to hash out this podcast and get it out there for you guys. So this, this week, we're kind of, as Kevin was saying, we're talking about the five C's to success. So just know that everyone can make it. You can always shift gears and really create true success for yourself. So we kind of sat down and came up with these five C's that we have noticed between ourselves, our successful friends, and just like success entrepreneurship books that we've been reading so these are the five consistencies that keep showing up so if you if you really really embrace these five things day in day out to get that ball rolling on your journey to success whether it's in health fitness entrepreneurship if you're an employee or maybe you're pivoting in your career or life or maybe you're just moving maybe you're moving on into a new job new career so or you're not moving, you just want to improve where you're at. And I think it's exciting for us to do this podcast because we've been embracing and working to embrace a lot of these uh, so far in 2021. 
Okay, I'm gonna start us off with our first C, which is collaborate. So if you are looking for a true shortcut, this is truly the way to kind of accelerate the success in your business. So we collaborate every single day in our business. We work together, we work with our partners, we work with our mentees, our mentors, we work with our clients. So we use everyone else's success to fill in our weakness gaps. So that's what you wanna do is collaborate with others who have some skills that you don't have, and then you can offer some skills that you have that they don't have. For example, we collaborate in our accountability group every day. Um, as I was saying, you can trade services. So for example, if you're really good at taking pictures, but you, you suck at recording and accounting, then why don't you swap? Why don't you collaborate with an accountant or collaborate with someone who's really good at that? Maybe they need photos for their website, for their accounting business, and you can swap services that way. And even outside of business, you know, it could just be life collaboration. You know, so-and-so is really good at a certain type of recipe. And I'm really good at whatever it is, um, disciplining kids, right? Like sit down and have a call and share ideas you know, and, and collaborate in, in that way too. And that can really help accelerate your goals in life as well. So for example, like when we have a product launch, we are not creating anything from scratch, like nothing. We collaborate, we share with everyone, um, you can, or f to have this more relatable for you, like if you're a professional, check in with your professional organization for ideas. Like there's always, always ideas out there for you to share. Yeah, the, I mean, the wheel was made a long time ago. And although we're tweaking it, no one's going on and building a whole new wheel. And I think that's the same with, you know, a lot of aspects of your life and business and, and collaborating. The wheel is built somewhere. You're going to have to tweak it to fit for you and make it your own. And that's what we do and you'll be doing. But the wheel is built. So if you're ever sitting there wondering, oh, I just wish I don't want to go through this whole stage and build the whole wheel again. No, don't. Take some time because the wheel is probably built. And you just need to find it, collaborate with people and then make it your own. But you're going to save a lot of time and let yourself focus on, you know, bigger picture real things that are really going to move your life or your business forward. So for example, when people start to work with us, when we, when we onboard other coaches and when we're mentoring other coaches, we are very adamant, like super, super important for them to take our content, take everything. We literally like open up and say, take it all. So like take our emails, take our spreadsheets, use this content we've created, use all this promotional media, use, use it, use it, use it. And then most importantly, tweak it to make it you. Cause you, when you have your own brand, when you have whatever you're working on, people are buying you. They, they signed up with you for a reason, or they're coming to your site for a reason, or they're coming to see you. Maybe you're a professional. They're coming to see you for a reason. So make sure you tweak everything that you've received to make it you. And then, and then pay it back, right? That's what life is about. A rising tide raises all ships. And I think you've heard me say that before. But whatever you're collaborating, life, work, fitness, whatever it may be, you know, whatever you take from someone and, and borrow and make your own, make sure you're giving things back to them, right? Let's really make sure that um, there's that, what do you want to call it? Back and forth, right? And partnership. So really partnership. focus on partnership. So 
And this is another important thing too, like when you're looking to collaborate with people, focus on the partnerships, but go to where you're at, kind of stick to your level. Because for example, like if you're, say you're in the motivational speaking world and you're just getting into it and you've read all these books and you've gone to all these masterminds and you're kind of stick to your level. You're not going to call up Tony Robbins and say, hey, Tones, uh, do you want to collaborate on this kind of giveaway that I'm doing? It's probably not going to even get back to you. So, I mean, what you got to do is find people who are at your level. And like Kevin was saying, all together you grow. Together you grow, together you rise. The rising tide raises all ships. And that's how then you become that group that other people are going to want to join and collaborate with. And then together you'll just keep growing and bubbling and growing and bubbling. Yeah. Okay, so the second C we're going to talk about is consistency. And this is so important, whether it's fitness, life, business. If you treat something like a hobby, you're going to get results like it's a hobby, right? If you're training for something and you treat it like a hobby, that's what your race results are going to say. Uh, If in your business, you're treating it like a side project or a hobby, those are what your results are going to show as well. Um, So you really need to make sure that you have a plan, that you're sticking to that plan, and that you have daily consistent effort, right? So if you're trying to get a product out there or a service out there, people need to see you know you and and that ad or that pitch seven to eight times before they even notice what you're doing. So you know that's probably going to be six months of showing up every day, and whether you're advertising through Instagram or whatever that medium is, you know you need to show up every day for six months, probably for people to see that seven or eight times, and then maybe they're going to act on it. So that's why consistency is so key. Because if people don't see you showing up every day and all the time, then how are they going to trust you? Right? How are they going to know that you're going to show up for them? Because whatever service they're buying from you, you know, they're buying you and they're buying into you and what you're about. And if you're inconsistent, and sometimes showing up and sometimes not, you know, where's that trust? How are they going to know that you're always going to be there for them? Okay, but how can I cut in? Like how can you be on every day? Like how how do you kind of improvise or how do you get through those hard days? I mean, everyone's going to have bad days. And I think, you know, when you're selling you know, kind of a, a product or a service, I think it's okay for people to see that, you know, you're having a bad day because that really um, builds that trust. You know, they know you're human they know what they're going to get and you become more relatable. And I think the other way is to have safety nets. Um, you know, you can plan your ads ahead. You can plan your posts ahead. You can have accountability groups, right? So if you're training for something or have certain lifestyle goals, you know, who do you have that you can text or what group can you go into to say, hey, I'm struggling today. I need a push. I need some motivation or I need to see that so-and-so is doing this. And if they can do it, I know I can. So I think it's really important to have that that safety net, have a plan, have that accountability group. And have that set plan. Like have yeah. that, I don't know, you're, say you have a 12-week workout plan, you're not going to be on every single week. So if you know you have that plan laid out for you, all you have to do is go to that set day and press play and reach out to your accountability group and know that they're going to be there for you. Or to flip this more from the fitness side to the business side, so... You can schedule events, like use a marketing plan like we use with with all of our coaches. Like we have marketing plans for 
for every week for what you can be doing. Like if you're having an off week, then pop into a power hour and get some motivation back. Yeah, I think the easiest way to be consistent is know what you're doing the next week, the week before. So whatever it is in your life, yeah. you can just press play. Okay, I need to be doing this for my business, press play. I need to be doing this for my workout, press play. Uh, and that really lets you be consistent because you don't sit there and think what you should be doing and then not having that off day, you know, you're not going to take that time and things aren't yeah. going to happen. And don't be afraid to set up safety nets to catch you on the days that you're having hard time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they will come. <laughs> Okay, so let's roll into the third C for success, and that is call for help. So be an unapologetic asker. This is something that's been so hard for me. Like this, all I can say is ask for help, ask for help, ask for help. Because growing up, I feel like asking for help was not acceptable. Like you, we kind of just plowed through and it was considered more of a sign of weakness for some reason, but people like to help others like people like to help you help save your time help save your energy like it's not a sign of weakness like you need to know that it's okay to ask for help and most of you are probably feeling this like don't freak out when you can't always be adding value like you you need to be asking for help because yeah, i mean it's just I don't know. That, 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 well, no, that, and that's how you move ahead and so, you know, think about your past week and think of like the five best things that happened that week. And I guarantee one of them is when you got to help someone. So people love to help other people. And so don't be afraid to ask for that help. And it is nothing sillier than when I see someone sitting at you know, work or wherever and they're fighting with MS Word or MS Excel, you know, trying to figure out how to do it. I'm like, just ask someone. Like if someone here doesn't know, just go on YouTube and say, how do I do X on Excel? And someone on YouTube has made a beautiful video and they tell you exactly how to do it. Um, when I do any home repair project, I ask for help. I ask Google or YouTube and I say, how do I do this? And I just go through it because people love to help. Or like say this is like super basic, but say you wanted to make... I don't know. Say you want to make quinoa. I'm making lasagna tonight at my house. You're not so. gonna try. You're not gonna try to create lasagna from scratch and make like screw up eight to ten times to make this perfect recipe. No, you're gonna go to Mrs. Google and or Mr. Google or Mrs. Siri <laughs> and say, "I need a really good vegetarian recipe for lasagna." You're not gonna create your own. I mean, this is kind of going back to recreating the wheel, but and also calling for help. They all go hand in hand. So I mean. Make sure that you're super clear on what you're asking too. Yeah, and I think, that's, I think that's a really important point because, you know, maybe you have a problem with your business or with work or with fitness and you want to ask someone for help and you have a, a call set up with them and you have 20 minutes or 15 minutes on that call, you need to really know what it is that you're asking for so that they can actually help you. Because if they don't know exactly what questions you have and what you're looking for, you know, how can they give you that advice that's really going to move things forward? So, you know, before you have that call and before you ask for help, definitely ask, but really know what you're asking with, for, about. And if you don't know, I think that's fine, but you probably want to let them know ahead of time. Say, I'm struggling. I don't really know where to go next. You know, can we have a, a call about that? But, but, but just be clear what you need. 
And then one thing too, on the flip side, you could be that person that someone else is going to be asking for help for. So try to be approachable, like be open to like adding, giving someone help, like be, be super approachable and, you know, kind of invite the opportunity for someone to ask you for help as well. Yeah. So it's going to go both ways. And I think this goes across every spectrum. Um, you know, whether you have shin splints, how many millions of people in the world have had and cured shin splints? Ask the question. Uh, go see your trusty physio. Go see your trusty physio <laughs> and ask them, right? Um, but, you know, find someone who knows and, and ask. And it's just a great way to save, you know, literally hours a day, I think. So don't forget, ask for help, ask for help, ask for help. And ask for help. Okay, so the fourth C is having contagious passion. And what we're talking about here is having that, you know, limitless enthusiasm for what it is that you're doing or what it is that you're, you're selling or, or what service you're providing. And I think in order to be great at somewhat something, you need to have this real contagious passion and get people around you excited about it. And, you know, depending who you are, it could be, you know, coming across really loud and boisterous if that's your personality. And that's great. If it's not you, you know, there's lots of other ways to have passion come across and have that enthusiasm come across. And if you're a more quiet person, you know, we think that you do need to practice being engaging in, in how you speak, but you can also show that enthusiasm by being engaged in what they're saying. So for example, if someone comes to Julie uh, as a physio and they have a sore shoulder, right? You can be like, yeah, definitely love to help you out. Let's get you in here and get you fixed up. If it's not your personality to come across in that way, you know, I think you really need to take an interest in what they're saying and let them know, show them that you're taking that interest. And I think that's another way to get passion across. But however you do it, you know, you need to get that passion out there and get other people excited as well. Yeah, like you really need to be feeling it too. Like, for example, when someone, say I met someone at the gym or met someone at the grocery store and they asked me what I do. So I always say like, for me, like, I help men and women gain massive fitness and wealth through online mentorship programs and fitness programs. Like that's what I do. That's how I'm passionate about it. That's how I come across. And that's something that I've practiced as well. Cause I remember like learning this as a physio in school and we were really working on our 32nd elevator pitch. Like how do we pitch ourselves as physiotherapists? Like you can't be like, Oh, I work at the physiotherapy clinic <laughs> down the street. You should come see me if you want to get better. Like we really like they really plug that into us because they're trying to promote physiotherapy as a profession, but also because they're trying to teach us, get us to work that muscle to be contagiously passionate about what we're doing and confident as well. So it takes work. It yeah. takes intention to show up as this leader. Like you have a choice. You can not work on it and maybe not be as successful as you could be if you did work on it. Yeah, but just think, I mean, who do you like to work with? And if you're going to see, we'll use the PT example again, do you want someone who's very blasé or do you want someone who, however it is that works for them, they show you that they're passionate and committed and enthusiastic about what it is they're doing. You know, that's the person you want to work with because you know they're going to really show up for you and they're really going to go to bat for you. Okay, let's roll into number five, which is probably the most important, is cracking the whip. 
So <laughs> this is this is always like in the back of my mind whenever I'm thinking about doing something like fitness related, business, anything with the kids, like messy action is better than perfect inaction. Like that is always on replay in the yeah. back of my mind. Like, I love that saying. This is something that I've been really embracing for 2021 because 2020, I was kind of stuck in an analysis paralysis. Like I wanted to do something, didn't know what, kept like turning my wheels, turning my wheels. Like, what am I going to do? I have all this potential. What am I going to do? And I just said, forget it. Actually, Kevin said, (laughs) (laughs) we're starting this center fitness company. We're doing it. Because we wanted to do it for geez a decade yeah we wanted to like, like bring our fitness like expertise passion. and passion yeah. not really expertise like our passion together and then really create something so don't sit too long on a plan do not do that just start and stop wasting your most valuable asset which is time so i get this a lot too from our clients like I need to be in shape. Like I'm not in shape to do this pro like I need to be healthier or more in shape to do this program. No, you can't you you don't have to train to train. Like you don't have to be in shape to get in shape. So you just need to start somewhere. And I get this from a lot of coaches too, who from the business mentorship side of things, like they want to start coaching with me. And one of the main reasons that they haven't started yet is because they don't feel like they're in shape. Like you don't need to be, you don't need to be Arnold in order to like <laughs> get like in order to create your own health and fitness business. You just need to start where you are, and people will follow you on your journey and be yeah. more motivated and really inspired for you. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, in in that example, like people want to whatever your service is, people want to pair with you, and someone who pairs with you may be different than who pairs with me. And there's however many billion people in the world. So you're going to motivate uh, a different segment of the population than, than maybe I am. So, you know, whatever it is, though, you just need to start. And one thing we always look at, you know, what's the downside? What if it doesn't work out? And what's too messy? Like how, yeah. how, how much is like messy action? Like, like I'm not jumping off the side of uh, like going bungee jumping with a shoelace to see if that works, right? That's like, too messy. You got to do your research. But most of the time when you do your research and you look at the consequences, the consequences are, oh, it's not going to work. What's the downside of that? Nothing. Maybe I lost 10 hours. Maybe I lost a little bit of money. No, but that's it. Like usually the consequences are very small and we don't take that step because we think everything needs to be perfect. But by the time everything's perfect, you know, the opportunities passed you by or, you know, you wait a decade because there's no sense of urgency. Yeah, it's all like trial and error. You have to... This is really true in any aspect of life. Like you have to fail 10 times at least in order to achieve what you're going for. Like you need to recast, review, recalibrate, relaunch, like redo a program, redo it, keep doing it over. Like you think the first time that I stood on the the blocks at a pool, I had the perfect dive. I still don't have a perfect dive, but like how many times do you think we dove in and belly flopped or flip turns? Like how many flip turns do you think we failed at? In order to get it right. Like. <laughs> I'm still failing every time I do a flip turn. But the other thing too is like, it's fun to try new things. And if you have a plan and something you've always wanted to do, just do it because it's a lot of fun. And even if it fails and doesn't work out, you probably still learned something and had a lot of fun doing it. So, you know, 
when you're when we're kids, we always just do things, right? We just learn how to ride a bike. We just try the somersault. We try and move on a trampoline. And maybe it doesn't work out, but usually they have fun doing it. So why, you know, let's be more like kids and just try it. Have fun. Like, and how many times I'm thinking about this, like how many times have I doubted myself, like in this business that we're doing, like we'll like put ourselves out there, pour our heart and souls out on a post or online or in a story and crickets, like no one's there. Like no one saw it. (laughs) No one's reading what I'm saying. Like I spent so long trying to get myself out there. And you know what? I'm going to do it again. Or you send out, you're really excited about a new program coming up and you invite all your friends and family. You might get four or five people, but then you get 50 people that say no. (laughs) Are you going to stop for everyone that says no? If I stopped there, I wouldn't have like all the amazing team members that have said yes and that have joined us now. And you would have got to help all those people. And that's that's the main thing that I'm getting at is like, is that I wouldn't have been able to help all these people. Like just like... Yeah, having that, being able to help as many people as we do just adds that fuel to the fire and just really allows us to have massive impact on more people. Yeah, and and I think probably just in closing on this one is if you look back at one of our previous podcasts or when we talk about fail the week, we're trying to normalize failing. It's not a big deal. That's how you learn. That's how you grow. And most people don't start. They don't crack the whip because they're afraid of failure. But it's not a big deal to fail. It's not a big deal, you know, to lose and try again and get better and try again and get better until you finally make it. You know, just crack the whip. Just try it. You know, you're going to fail sometimes. That's okay. Just retool, come back, crack the whip, try again. And I think, I mean, the amount of benefit and success you can have from embracing that mentality is just huge. I mean, it's, it's wild. Okay, so we'll go into the fail of the week next. But just to recap on all of our five C's to success, what do they all have in common? Is that- Okay, so let's just roll into the recap. So before Kevin kind of finishes off this podcast with the fail of the week, I'm going to recap. So what do all these five C's to success all have in common? Is you can start doing these today. You can seriously start with what you have. You don't have to have anything major to get started but you can get started today you can get started now with all of these five tips of success every single day in your life so if you want to learn how to do these even better stronger faster then having someone guiding you meeting you every week coaching you daily one-to-one groups uh, developing um, structure and tribe really speeds us up so there are two ways that you can work with us so as an online health and fitness client, so we have our online fitness program. You have direct access to us, one-on-one access, access to our very exclusive accountability group. We essentially use programs, and we like to call them the Netflix of fitness. So they are amazing programs for all fitness levels from beginner, postnatal, to elite athlete level. Secondly, the second way to work with us is as a coach in our team. So we have all of the training, mentorship, and ongoing support you need in order to set up your own online health and fitness and leadership business so you can start making a difference in other people's lives on a global level. So you can work with us as a client. You can work with us as a coach if you're not 100% ready to do that yet in your life. 
then you can stay right here or sign up for the text community. Just text us hashtag one life, all one word, hashtag one life to 587-804-2114. That's 587-804-2114. So in our community here, we're going to be showing up for you, giving you valuable mindset tips, wellness, nutrition, like tips and hacks. And we'll be delivering those right to your texting messaging inbox. Instead of clogging up your emails, we will give you really short tips through text and we can chat, hang, or just cheers. And we'll be there for you guys. Yeah. And that's, we'll probably be doing like three texts a week. Something yeah, like that. One to three. One, one to three. three. So it's not overwhelming. Yeah. Like honestly, it's just going to add so much value to your life to have that. Say you're having a bad day and, oh my goodness, there's a text from one life. Wow. Thank you. So we started last week and I know what the texts are and I know what I'm getting them. And I still had like bursts of endorphins. Is that the science word? I just burst of energy and positivity when I get the text to myself that I know I sent to myself. <laughs> so it's, Me too. Uh, like, oh, good reminder. I need to drink four liters of water. Okay, on it. So it's, it's, it's been lots of fun. Um, so moving on to fail of the week, all right. And and like we talked about, we want to normalize failing. It's okay. You know, learn to move on. And I think the fail I'll talk about this week is, you know, March was a really busy work month for me, probably one of the busier ones I've had in, in a few years. And I think because of that, like I let other aspects of my life slide and I probably wasn't there as much for the girls as as I should have been and taking as much interest as I would have liked to do in what they were doing and how they their days were going and things like that. Um, and I was aware of it, but, you know, I need to come up with some strategy. So when, you know, life gets as busy as it was then, then I'm still making sure that I'm, I'm there for them uh, when they need me. So that was my fail of the week. And I'll have a long list to choose from <laughs> for next week, as I always seem to. Um, but that's everything from us today. Hope you're having a great one and we'll talk to you next time. See you next week or see you for midweek. Midweek check-in coming midweek, surprisingly. All right. Talk later. Ciao. Thanks for listening guys. And if you love this episode and if you have friends who also want to maximize their one life, We would so appreciate if you like, comment, and share this with your friends so we can keep these episodes coming. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Julie Stanner and at KStan81. Or drop us a comment and a DM with your questions. We'd be happy to chat with you guys. As always, contact us at StannerFitness at gmail.com. And don't forget to maximize your one life.